welcome to the Destination Begin podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Smith. I've lost over 250 pounds. I've started my life over multiple times and managed to find humor, lessons, and joy in the process. And now I'm here sharing those stories with you. Thanks for joining me. Hi, hi. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I'm back to podcasting on time. Um, I missed a week and I made up the week and now I'm back to podcasting on time. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. A lot of new listeners lately, which is really exciting to me. So welcome. If you um, don't really know what I'm all about, you can go back to episode number one. It kind of gives you the cliff notes of why I started this podcast. Um, I started it as kind of a way to start sharing my story and a way to encourage people to believe that um, things that you think maybe aren't possible for you are indeed possible for you. And I feel like my life is an example of that truth. I um gotten out of a lot of things, gotten unstuck from a lot of things, and created a really beautiful life that I'm continuing to build, create, grow, blossom, and achieve the things that I want to achieve. And I'm not any specialer than anybody else. I'm just me, and you are just you, but that means that we are capable of anything. So that is why I'm here. And now my topics vary. Um, A lot of things about what I learn as I'm building businesses, um, a lot of diet hacks, uh, weight loss hacks, nutrition, fitness, life lessons, self-love, lots of things. So it just kind of is whatever is pulsing in my heart for the week is what gets talked about. So scroll through, look at the episodes. There's one every week this year. And then before that, there's all kinds of different um, chunks of time. There's six seasons and uh, hopefully there's something here that serves you. So um, first of all, just going to give you a little life update. Um, I am six days out from my NPC Twin Cities Open bodybuilding competition. I did a podcast earlier this week when I had nine days out. Now I'm six days out and uh, it's going really fast and it's kind of turned the corner to be really, really fun. So um, basically uh, right now, the process for the show is uh, I'm on a 10 day program of shredding down and getting ready to look my best for the stage. I found this online and it's basically the Bible, the main, the main way that most professionals, the most bodybuilders will, will shred down for the big day for a show. And then as you learn your body and as you do more shows, you learn how to tweak it a bit. But I've never followed this kind of an exact protocol. And because I don't have a coach, I really, uh, really felt like I needed a final plan that I felt very much that I could turn my brain off and follow. And so I found this and, um, coincidentally enough, on day 11, and it was for the last 10 days. So boom, I started it. So um, today is the last day of the first part of it where I'm eating um, a lot of protein, minimal carbs and minimal fat. And I'm, tomorrow I'm about to switch um, to even less carbs. So yay for that. Um, but basically it's manipulating the sodium, the water, the protein, the carbs, all of those things in the diet so that your body will shed fat and water so that on stage you're basically skin stretched over muscle. That's the idea. That's the goal. Um, so you can really see what's under there. So it's tough because it's 
um, you know, your body, it's, it's not necessarily healthy. It's um, not necessarily, it's not healthy for your body, the end. And, um, it's not something that you can do long-term because it's a not healthy and B because it's really, really tough to, to follow such a protocol for a long time. So, but if you're interested in it, it's, um, it's an article on bodybuilding.com and, uh, 10 days to extreme definition, the pro fitness models guide. So that's what I'm following. And, um, the reason why I said this in my last episode, the reason why this prep has been so hard is because I haven't had a coach because I haven't had a definitive plan. And this is the definitive plan that I have been wishing that I'd had and now I have it. So not having to think and assess and evaluate every little thing and just say, I'm following a plan, that takes all the stress out of it. So in a lot of ways, in a lot of areas of my life, I love just following a plan because you just say, all right, I need to trust an expert. If I do this, this, and this, X, Y, and Z is going to happen. And sometimes it doesn't look like it's happening. Sometimes results aren't linear. And so it gets stressful if you're trying to adjust along the way. So following that light at the end of the tunnel, following the guy that's got the flashlight in the darkness, that sounds dramatic, but it feels dramatic. Um, that's what I like. So basically on six days out, I'm eating one and a half grams of protein per pound of my body weight, a half a gram of carbs per pound of body weight, and two liters of water more than normal. And I'm trying to add salt to like all of my food. So today I had a lot of pickles um, and uh, I'm still shooting for two gallons of water a day. But here's the thing. I started this on day 10. Um, I, my scale had been going up and up and up. Um, my body was super stressed out. Cortisol levels obviously spiking, holding water, just nothing was working right. So I started this plan. And since I started this plan, um, uh, I, I was at one, let's see, what was I? I was at 164 point something <laughs> um, on day 10. This morning, I was 156.8. So that is the result of my body finally letting go of some water, uh, finally letting go of some, you know, obviously there's some fat in there, but a lot of that is water. Um, and just kind of finally exhaling. The first day, um, I dropped two and a half pounds. So it's it's crazy. So again, this isn't something that's you would just do to lose weight for for the long term. But when you're trying to get skin over muscle <laughs> and get rid of that fat layer and that salt layer and that water layer, this is this is what you gotta do. So yeah, so I went um so what is that like? Uh, I can't remember. I can't do math. So here's the reason why this isn't healthy. I'm eating so little fat that it ends up kind of making your brain a little fuzzy because we are not supposed to eat the way that I'm eating long-term. So again, that's always the caveat. Um, what I'm doing for show prep is not something that anybody should be doing for daily life. And if you think that you should do what I'm doing, you are wrong. And I am not here to endorse that for you or anybody else. So just a big, big ca- um, disclaimer. 
So, and if you want to do a show, this is kind of like the reason I'm talking about it is a lot of people talk about, oh, I want to do a show. And I think it's, I think it's a great thing to do. I'm a big fan of the whole process, but you have to understand that it's not ideal for your health long-term unless you're, I mean, obviously there are people who do this professionally and they have, um, coaches, they have doctors on staff, they're checking their hormone levels they're checking their blood levels they're doing all this stuff in order to be able to manipulate all this stuff for the long term and stay healthy. But the average Joe that's just doing a show, it's just basically extreme weight loss um, and a lot of stress on your body. So um, so if you want to do it, you definitely need to know what you're getting into. You need to have people involved. You need to have professionals involved. I get my blood work done um, probably every three months, maybe every three to six months. But Last year after my first show, I immediately had my blood work done because I had surgery. Then I had it done three months later, and then I had it done again at the end of the year. And so I was able to see what levels in my system needed adjusting and where I was deficient in things and address those. So, you know, after my show, my thyroid was acting up, my liver numbers weren't perfect, um, all because of the stress of the diet and the supplementation. And so at the end of the year, all of my numbers were normal, which was really, really great. So um, nothing life-threatening, nothing incredibly dangerous, just things that get out of balance. And if you, if I hadn't known that, I wouldn't have known how to treat it. So took a lot of supplements, took a lot of um, specific um, herbal and mineral-based, very clean um, liver enzymes, things to really feed my liver, things to clean my blood, um, multivitamins, uh, micronutrients, uh, all kinds of things. So Anyway, that's a little sidebar, but um, I'm excited now that I've turned the corner because I, it's really, really hard to work so hard and do all these things and then not get the result like in the mirror or on the scale knowing that you should. And obviously, it's, I say all the time, trust the process, trust the process, but saying it to myself for so long and not seeing it, it was just getting really tough. So I'm really grateful that um, I was able to stick it out and keep pushing and not go face first into, you know, cause when you, when you work that hard and then you see no results, I don't know if I'm alone here, but you want to say, well, screw it. I may as well go eat donuts and pizza because, you know, watching my macros, eating egg whites and having a protein shake, lifting intensely, and then doing an hour of cardio isn't doing me any good. So screw it. I'm going to go eat crap. But Obviously, that isn't going to make the scale move down. <laughs> so fighting that is is tough, though, because you know, when you're on a path that doesn't seem to be leading you where you want to go, it's easy to say, screw it. So this last 10 days, I'm finally seeing the muscle that I've been building. And that's exciting because I have definitely made improvements on my physique. And now I can see it. So um, but a big lesson learned <laughs> the other night um, I'm supposed to be taking potassium and taurine um, supplements because of when you lose a lot of water this quickly, um, your body flushes out potassium and taurine. So you pee it out. So you don't have the proper levels of those things. And so um, I went to bed. Well, and actually throughout the day on, I guess it was Thursday. Throughout the day on Thursday, or maybe it was Friday. I don't remember. The other day, by the way, do you know what I hate? Is when you're talking to somebody and they're telling you a story and they do what I just did, except they don't stop themselves. They'll be like, yeah, so it was so funny. I was on a walk the other day. It was like, um, it was Tuesday morning. No, wait, maybe it was Wednesday morning. No, no, it was Tuesday. Cause I remember I went to the dry cleaner first. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so Tuesday I was on a walk and I was in the woods and I was wearing these amazing shoes and they were like, okay, what was the name of them? Oh my gosh. Uh, 
I got them at that one outlet mall. Remember the outlet mall? God, I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's over in Egan. It's oh, anyway, it was at the store there and they have all these shoes. Oh, DSW. That's right. I got them at DSW and I really love them. And I wore them because they were pink. And then I realized, okay, wait a minute. It must've been Wednesday because on Wednesday I wear pink. Okay. So anyway, so Wednesday I was on a walk in the woods and I was wearing these cute pink shoes. I'm done. That drives me nuts because the whole point of that story is probably like I saw a squirrel on the tree, but some people tell you all that stuff and you have to sit there that whole time while they're figuring out the day of the week, the color of the shoe, where they got it. And you're just like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Anyway, do you know people like that? I feel like everybody knows somebody like that. It's so annoying. If you do that, stop it. I catch myself starting to do it like I just did a second ago and I try really hard to be like, it just doesn't matter. On a day that was not today, I got up and I was feeling some muscle cramps in my fingers. Like my fingers were kind of curling and staying stuck. And I thought, oh, that's a bummer. I don't like muscle cramps. I get them a little bit here and there, but it should have been a reminder to me, like, duh, supplementation. But went through the day, went downstairs and lifted, and my hands were cramping around the barbell, and it was getting worse. And again, I didn't even think about it. Went to bed, and I woke up, and my calf, like the front part of my leg, around like the bone going down the front of my leg, cramped up so bad. I was in excruciating pain. I got up, tried to walk around, tried to get it to stretch. I was crying. It was so painful. Couldn't think of what to do, but I'm like, all right, oh, I got to take some taurine. Duh. I got to take some potassium because it was, you know, it was one of the first couple of days I started to shut all this water. So cranking some Gatorade, taking some potassium and it, and it relieved. And so, all right. So I went back to bed, laid down. I don't know how much longer it was, but not very much longer. I woke up because my left quad cramped so hard. I like flew out of bed because in, and I'm not talking pain. I'm talking about like a word bigger than pain. If it had been worse, I wouldn't have been able to stand it. I would have passed out. It was like somebody had my leg in a vice grip and was crushing it. And the only thing that made it at least to where I wasn't going to die was walking around on it. Whenever I would stop, it would get tighter and tighter and tighter in my whole entire leg. I was screaming. I was sobbing. I was clawing at the air. Um, Roy didn't know what to do. Roy was here and he just, I felt so bad because he was trying to comfort me and I just, I I couldn't speak. I'm pacing. He really thought the police were going to show up because I was screaming. It was awful. So I, again, I'm chugging, you know, there's nothing you can do in the moment in a muscle cramp. There's nothing you can do. It's like it has to eventually relieve. You can kind of rub it, like it has to just relieve. So I ate a banana. I had some Gatorade. I he you know he Roy kept dumping taurine into the Gatorade, and I'm chugging it, and I'm taking potassium pills, and just and finally it relieved, and I was able to to go and lay down, and I just like laid there in a fetal position, shaking. <laughs> it's not funny, uh, but it was it was insane. It was insane. I have never experienced pain like that before. So needless to say, I was like, oh yeah. Last prep, I remember I really, really needed to supplement with potassium and taurine. And I had totally forgotten about it. So um, since then, this girl has been on top of her game with all of the supplements and uh, have had no issues since. But like when I go lay down in bed at night, I'm like, it's like PTSD. It's like, oh, I'm scared. Because laying down seems to be when it when it it happens so that was not any fun so 
Um, but moving on from that, the, the next day my leg was so sore. It was like the worst soreness, um, like I had lifted and it was only on the one leg that had cramped, but it's since relieved. Um, and I am being a very good girl, very vigilant on all of my vitamins, um, and all my supplementation. So I take a multivitamin, I take potassium, um, I take taurine, um, I take a product called Life Vantage. Um, that's like a mineral, like it's a mineral, I don't even know. It's a cellular level mineral type supplement. Um, and then I make sure that I hydrate. I use um, high quality protein supplements, collagen supplements. Um, but I'm going to be getting my blood work done here as soon as I get back from my trip to just make sure and see what other levels might be messed up and then address those even more. But, oh, and I take vitamin D, I take iron, um, I take a whole bunch of stuff. I can't take fish oil because absolutely 100% of the time I throw it up. People say, oh, you should try it this way. Absolutely not. I've tried it every way, every, every possible way. My body will not tolerate fish oil. So I eat a lot of fish, but fish oil, no. So anyway, so um, today was my last leg day workout. I won't be, you're not supposed to work legs the last few days up until show. I don't remember the reason why, but last leg day tomorrow, I will do um, an upper body um, lift. Every single day I'm doing hyper extensions and a lot of ab work just because you want to keep those um, conditioned and kind of blood flow there. Um, cardio has gone away from treadmill incline walk to basic walking. So nice long walk um, two days ago. Yesterday was a full rest day. And then yeah, tonight I'm going to be doing a nice long brisk walk. Um, yeah, so it gets interesting now coming up because um, I love egg whites and I do protein shakes and um, there's actually a lot of sodium in liquid egg whites. And so coming up here, um, one of the days, basically no salt no salt, no sodium. So it's, it's basically like boiled chicken (laughs) and I don't even know what else. I got to find a list of foods that I can have that are no salt, but no salt, um, coming up. Um, and then right now it's fine to have liquid egg whites and protein shakes, but they don't keep you full very long. And based on how the diet is, it's just misery if you're hungry all the time. So um, I've gone to eating chicken for breakfast, chicken for lunch, fish for dinner. My snacks are collagen protein, um, really cutting down on all of the, like I talked about last time, I'm cutting down on things like crystal light and sweeteners and flavorings. So back to just plain old water um, and then cutting down even on unsweetened almond milk in my coffee, just so every single calorie can come from food. So just to make sure that the muscles get fed and I'm not starving So, um, I got new shoes for the competition. I wasn't going to, the, the shoes you have to wear just have to be platform. They are supposed to be sparkly and pretty and whatever. I have a pair that are just clear and the heels are glittery, but they basically look clear. And so I wanted some more blinged out shoes. And while I am so tired of spending money on this whole thing, um, my aunt Donna gave me some birthday money and my aunt Donna, my aunt Donna is just, so precious to me. I can't even, there aren't words. She, um, when she was little, she got polio. And so one of her legs is lame and she's worn a brace her whole life. So it's a brace that keeps her leg steady so that she can walk. And 
the brace has a shoe attached to it. And the shoe is always like some kind of brown leather, just ugly brown leather. And so then the other shoe in order to match has to be brown leather. So my aunt, her entire life has never gotten to wear any shoes other than these brown shoes. And so she loves pretty shoes. And whenever she gives me birthday money, I, I try to use it for some pretty shoes. And then when I visit her, often I'll bring them and she just wants to see them and she wants to see me walk in them. And, and it's just, it's so sweet and so precious and it breaks my heart all at the same time. The little things that we take for granted, um, ladies, people, you know, and she's all, my aunt Donna has always had such a beautiful spirit about the fact that she was disabled from the time she was little. Um, this is turning into a little sidebar, but I don't care. Um, you know, she could have just gotten on disability and sat home and cried her whole life about how unfortunate it was, but she didn't. She, she has always insisted upon doing absolutely everything that she can. Um, if she can do it, she'd do it. And so incredibly, I mean, she walked with a limp with the brace, but I mean, gardening, working. She worked full-time. She worked a full career at the Iowa Lakes Community College. She worked in the vocational rehab department, which was a department that set up students that had disabilities with all of the things that they needed to be successful in college. And so it was wonderful that people who came in that had some kind of a disability were greeted by my Aunt Donna, who had a disability and understood them and could relate to them and was so positive and loving and sweet. And so and she it was a farmer's wife. So we're talking hard work. We're talking about gardening. We're talking about cooking meals and taking them out to the field and supporting my uncle David and um, keeping a beautiful house. And I mean, there's nothing that she couldn't do. Baking, cooking, she still does. And so uh, my aunt Donna's amazing. And the first time I ever did a race, I started running. I thought about her the whole time, just the whole time. Like if this gets ti- gets hard and I feel tired, aunt Donna, Aunt Donna would love to be able to run with me right now. And I've carried her with me through so many moments of movement in my, um, in my life. So, so I used the birthday money and I bought a new pair of sparkly shoes. So they're the same ones I had before, but they're covered in rhinestones and they're so pretty. They came yesterday. And so today when I practiced my posing, I wore them. And I thought about my Aunt Donna. And when I go home next week, um, after the show, I'm going to be going down to Iowa to see her. So I get to bring them. I'll bring my sparkly suit for her to look at. I'm hoping to win a tiara again. (laughs) My last show, I won fifth place and I got a tiara and I gave her, I won fifth place in two categories. So I got two tiaras. So I gave her one of my tiaras. Um, And so anyway, um, So I have the shoes, I have the new suit, I got new show jewelry, which is really, really fun. The the jewelry you have to wear is over the top, super feminine, it's cheap costume jewelry. So that was cheap. I got these really cool, long, dangly, hot pink earrings that are going to wear. So I have everything that I need. So I'm super excited now that I've turned this corner to where I can see my muscles and I'm not freaking out thinking that I'm just not going to be able to get the result I looked, I was looking for. I'm excited to put on all the bling and put on the shoes and the suit um, in just six days. So um, posing is going okay. I have a posing coach. She's amazing, but I'm in the wellness division, which is the first time for me. And the poses are slightly different and the transitions are different. And it's just, um, it's like my brain has a block because it's a left, right thing. And I don't know, it's tough. So I haven't been practicing as much, but today I practiced and I realized I have not been practicing as much and I need to be. So I have to practice more. So I'm very confident and fluid in my movements, in my posing on stage. So 
it's late in the game to be getting this serious about it, but I'm getting this serious about it. I'm going to be posing more. So, um, it's really fun and it's, it's totally different than my personality. I'm not one who swaggers heel toe, heel toe, swing your hips, smirk, flirt with anybody. It's not my thing. I stomp around, but on the stage, that's what I get to do. So sing the song. So anyway, that's your six days out update. Um, I'll probably do another episode this week before I go another bonus episode because so many of you are asking about this whole process um, and you're interested and then I'm hoping to live stream the show on my Instagram. So follow me at the Kristen experience if you want to watch the process. It's on Saturday the 9th. Um, Prejudging show starts at 10 a.m. Central Time. I'm in the fourth category that goes in wellness. And then right after that is bikini. So categories four and five. So I don't know how many people are in the show, but it, I mean, it could be as late as noon before I hit the the stage. It could be 11. I don't know. Depends on how many people are there, but I'm starting to get butterflies. I'm starting to get really nervous, which is fun. So keep, uh, keep, uh, an eye out on my Instagram if you want to watch along. Do you love chocolate? Because I love chocolate. But chocolate usually is full of sugar. And chocolate triggers my lizard brain and my binge behavior. So I don't eat chocolate regularly. But I found a solution for us. It's called Gatsby chocolate. Gatsby. G-A-T-S-B-Y. Like the great Gatsby. It's a company that has made amazing, delicious chocolate products using allulose to sweeten. So their chocolate has five grams of net carbs per serving, only five grams of sugar per serving, and is 70 calories per serving. Delicious. They have chocolate bars, giant chocolate bars that ends up being three servings. So 210 calories for a giant chocolate bar if you want to eat the whole thing. I always add up the whole thing because let's just call a spade a spade. I'm going to eat the whole thing. But they have flavors like dark chocolate sea salt, dark chocolate almond, white chocolate cookies and cream, which is my personal favorite. And then they have these little milk chocolate gems. They're like M&Ms, except they're cuter. They're pink and purple and green. And they are milk chocolate in 70 calories for a whole bag. It's a giant handful of a treat, 70 calories. So you can make that fit your macros and your calories so easily. They also have dark chocolate peanut butter cups and milk chocolate peanut butter cups. Their products are so delicious, super low calorie. And guess what? I have a discount for you that's 50% off. 50% off your order. If you use my code Kristen50, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-5-0, gets you 50% off at gatsbychocolate.com. Go on their website, look at all their products. They sell out quickly and often on a lot of their products. So go back if they are sold out, keep checking back. But right now they have all the chocolate bars in stock, but hurry, this discount code is amazing. Kristen 50 gets you 50% off and you'll be able to satisfy your sweet truth, your chocolate craving, and not ruin your macros or your calorie bucket for the day. Take a look at their products. You're going to love them. Free shipping as well. Temperature controlled shipping. So in the summertime, it's going to get to you without being melty. I throw mine in the freezer anyway, because they're also really delicious frozen. So check them out. Gatsbychocolate.com. Use my code Kristen 50. Today's topic is about your summer. (laughs) It's summertime. It's super fun. There's all kinds of stuff going on, like boating and parties and barbecues and all the celebrations. And um, this is a topic I've been talking about a lot because 4th of July is coming up tomorrow. Um, 
And this is a time when a lot of people have a lot of fun. It's a great holiday weekend. I'm all here for it. But then what happens afterwards? A lot of times it's like, oh my gosh, you know, it's the middle of the summer. I got to stop this, this behavior. I'm gaining weight. I don't feel good in my skin. I'm eating too much. I'm drinking too much. Well, there's a way that you can kind of set up a parameter for the rest of your summer where you get to enjoy yourself and have fun but you don't have to find yourself gaining weight. You also don't have to lose weight. You don't have to use any period of time of your life to lose weight. You don't always have to be working on losing weight. But what you can do is work on holding your position. And what that means is you think about, I use the analogy a lot, the climbing a mountain. We're trying to lose weight or to get healthier. A lot of times you're climbing, 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 and then something happens or a holiday comes and you get on this reverse roll down the hill. And You can say, you know what, I don't want to go backwards, but I'm okay with not going up very much right now. I just want to hold my position. But it's hard to do that. It's actually harder to maintain your weight than it is to lose your weight, lose weight often. Um, Most of the time when you try to maintain, you end up losing. But to maintain your position, there are a couple of rules that you can put into place that will help you. I'm going to give you some suggestions. This is a topic we just did in my group. Um, I have the Kristen Experience membership group. So just for a second, I'm going to tell you about that if you're wondering about it. It's $49 a month. And basically, it's a group for you to stay supported, learn about health and nutrition, have a place to to share your goals, hear other people's goals. I talk about topics like this, um, nutrition, mindset, self-love, all of those things every single week. You can hop on the, the live video call if you want to. If you don't want to, that's totally fine. But Basically, it's a place for accountability and support. And also, we have a, um, a meal plan if you want to jump in and do a six-week you know, reset to get used to macronutrient eating, those kinds of things. Um, I run challenges and um, post a lot in the Facebook group, The Kristen Experience. So we talked about this on Wednesday, just getting everyone to be kind of honest with how is your summer going. And there was a lot of, you know, I'm really having a hard time. I was doing well, and then I said, ah, screw it. And I just started eating and eating, and now I'm gaining weight. My clothes don't feel good and I don't know how to get back on track. That was, um, that was said by a couple of people. Um, and then lots of feedback personally afterwards um, from people that weren't on the call. Same thing, like I was doing so well, but it's so hard. It's summertime and I want to be active, but there's parties and I want burgers and I want to make s'mores and I want to go to the outdoor movie theater and I want to go to the beach and I want to drink and I want to have fun and there's weddings. I mean, on and on and on. So here are some sample rules that you could consider putting into place in your life that will help you hold your position. Now, when I say rule, I mean rule. I don't mean I'm going to try this. We talked about this as well. If you are going to make a rule, you need to make sure that it is a rule that you take with 100% seriousness and you vow to never break it. That's how serious a rule needs to be. Because if you set a rule that is not that serious and you just blow over it, you have no integrity with yourself. You have no reputation with yourself. Why set a rule? You're a lizard brain and you go like, oh, I'm not, I don't actually have to do this. But you need to decide, I'm setting a rule and this is a law. Just like when you get in your car, you don't sometimes stop at red lights. You stop at red lights, the end. You don't sometimes drive on the right side of the road. You drive on the right side of the road because if you drive on the left side of the road, you get hit. So if you have a rule in place, it's because if you don't follow that rule, something bad happens. You don't feel good in your skin. You don't feel good in your body. You overeat. You overindulge. You, you get the opposite of what you want. 
So don't set a rule that you're not going to follow. So a lot of times people say, I have this rule and I've done pretty good. I say, then that is not a rule. I will call you out. I will call you out right now. If you say, I, some, I follow it most of the time, then it's not a rule. It's not a rule. A rule is something that you live by, period. So don't make a rule that you will not follow. So your rule needs to be doable. So you want to, you say, well, you know, I really probably shouldn't drink during the week. Well, are you going to drink during the week? If you set a rule that says, I don't drink on Monday through Friday, are you really going to vow that you're never drinking on Monday through Friday? If you think there's a chance that you're going to have a glass of wine on Wednesday, then your rule needs to be, I never drink during the week except one time on Wednesday. Just put it in there so that, okay, this is saving you from drinking on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and one glass of wine on Wednesday. That's better than having no rule and what's happening right now, which might be that you're not able to stop on the weekend, you're not able to stop during the week, etc. So you can make the rule be whatever you want it to be. It's your rule. No one is going to check up on you. No one is going to ask if you're following the rule. The point of a rule is personal integrity. So you need to know that you can trust yourself. This is how we reach our goals. When we decide we're going to do something, people ask me all the time, they're like, how on earth do you do all these things? It's just like you decide to do it and then you do it. I started just like this, a small rule a small little rule that I took really seriously. And then when you build that reputation with yourself, you learn not to make commitments that you're not willing to keep. And then when you do break a rule, you learn to say, all right, I, this rule was something that I didn't take seriously. I need to modify this so it's something I will do. For example, I said I wasn't going to have sweets, treats, or desserts this whole year. Well, I got to, I think, March and I had some sweets. And I was like, all right, I did not stick to my rule. So I really wasn't that serious about it. Now I could either throw the rule away or I could say, all right, let's make the rule something I will follow. So my rule is that I don't eat sweets, treats, and desserts this year, except up to 10 times. So essentially my goal is to go at the end of the year and say, I have 355 days with no sweets, treats, and desserts. That feels very doable to me. I've had sweet streets or desserts five times. So I'm in the middle of the year. There are five more times when I can have sweet streets or desserts. So that means I'm very careful. And most of the time, it's just not part of my life. So that was a way for me to modify that rule to where it feels doable and I'm taking it very seriously. So make a rule that you can commit to. So here are some examples of ones that you could make. One would be simply to I log everything that I eat. Some people hate logging their food, but I'm telling you that if you log all of your food, it will help you because you have to see it. Not only do you see what you ate, but you see, how do I feel based on what I ate? So that's one you can do. Another one is, I only eat when I'm hungry, or I let myself feel physical hunger once a day. This one is very powerful because if you get to a party and you're not physically hungry, guess what? You're going to wait to eat, period period. Um, This is a rule I've used many, many times that's really helped me during various parts of my weight loss journey and my fitness journey. Um, It's helping me right now to really conserve my food to say, you know, I'm going to wait till I have a hunger pain. Even if it's when everybody else is eating, I'm going to wait till I'm physically hungry. This is a good one on vacation to say, you know, there's all this food, food opportunities. Sometimes there's buffets. I'm going to wait till I'm hungry at least once a day. So maybe in the morning you wait to eat till you're hungry or 
Maybe you wait to have dinner or lunch until you're actually hungry. But then when you do feel hunger, honor your hunger with an actual meal so that you have time until you're hungry again. My friend Brandy is the one who says this one and I love it. Honor your hunger with a meal. And now I tell people that all the time. And it's a great kicker thought in your head. When you're hungry, if you're legit hungry, don't have a bag of chips or something little. Eat a meal, sit down and feed your body and honor your hunger. Another great one for you for the summer that will often help just kind of keep the lock on the door is to say, I never eat off of, or I only eat off of a plate. So that's helpful if you're at a lot of parties or if you're at a lot of events where there's grazing, or if you feel tempted to just sit outside and eat s'mores by the fire, like, okay, well, I need to put it on a plate. The end. I'm going to make a plate with my food on it, or I'm going to make a plate um, with my food at an event. That keeps that grazing hands into the bag, hands um, over to the buffet platter. You can add a caveat to say, accept vegetables or something like that. But think of something, think of the behavior that's really, really tripping you up this summer and think about what's a rule you can put around it to just get that behavior under your dominion. I've said it before many times, you're in a car, either you're driving or your lizard brain is driving. And when your lizard brain is driving, you are choosing to be in the passenger seat with the blindfold on. And later you say, I don't know what happened. I just ate it. What happened is, is you left the driver's seat. And then, yeah, who knows what happens? Because that lizard brain doesn't want to get out of the driver's seat because it's fun. But guess what? The lizard brain never feels the consequences. You do. So when you feel like garbage because you broke your rules and you overate or you overdrank or you indulge, your lizard brain's over here like, well, I'd do that again. That was super fun. And you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like garbage. I'm so bloated. My foot, my clothes don't fit. I feel like crap. So the lizard brain will try to get you to get out of the driver's seat and have all that fun. But the only person who's having fun is the fat loving self, the lizard brain that's like, woohoo, you, your ultimate heart and soul, the real you is not going to have fun when it all settles. Remember, a sugar rush lasts about 18 minutes and then reality strikes. That's why we go for it again. It's like, oh, I can't believe I did that. I may as well eat more. Then we numb out the guilt. Then we eat more. Then we eat more. And then the next day comes and we say, oh, I resolve to never do that again. And then we don't do it again until we forget. So that's the cycle. So put a rule around those behaviors so that you don't spend the summer eating, drinking, indulging when you don't want to. Now, if you want some help with this, I'm going to promote my next summer session. So I run a mindset training program four times a year and my summer session starts on Wednesday and it's eight weeks. And basically it is everything that I teach about mindset, self-love, your relationship with you. We start with setting your goals and drilling into the why of why do you want this goal? Why does it matter to you? What happens if you do nothing? And then we work on what have you accomplished in your life that makes you capable of achieving goals? We go through and make an inventory of all the things that you have done so we can build a reputation with ourselves of building ourselves up. Then we, we talk about nutrition. You get a macronutrient-based food plan for you based on your um, weight, height, what you normally do, what you like. Um, you get a fitness plan. If you want to work out using my app, you can work out using my app. If you want workouts to do at home, I have workouts for you to do at home. We meet weekly for an online training session with me where I'm teaching you. We're working together, doing worksheets, talking to each other. Um, there's accountability support. It's really a time to dig into how do I address my relationship with food? You're going to write your, your first story with food. 
You're going to write down and say, what was my childhood with food like? What was my relationship with food? And how is that still playing out? And then we turn the page to a blank page and say, what do I want my relationship with food to be? That's the most powerful part of my program. So you say, this is how I want to show up with food. This is what I'm going to do. And I help you feel like and see and understand that you're capable of that. If I can lose uh, 250 pounds, anybody can lose any amount of weight. I was completely and totally stuck on the couch shoving food in my face. And all of these things that I have learned in order to get free from that is what is condensed into this program to teach you so that you'll lose weight during this program, but beyond this program, you will know how to feed yourself, how to manage events, how to manage that lizard brain. We also talk about the psychology of what goes on in your brain with your lizard brain and with marketing and food companies, reading labels. We talk about um, fitness. What's the ideal um, fitness routine for you? How much should you be working out? What is, what's the best kind of exercise? Um, so all of that is included in this and it's two months. So it's all of July and all of August. We meet weekly. Um, it's, it's amazing. The people that have done my programs before, their lives are changed. They've lost weight. They're now on a health and wellness lifestyle instead of a diet. It's awesome. And I would love to have you. So uh, people ask me all the time, yeah, but how much does it cost? Well, it's $500 for eight weeks. And that's not just a little bit of money. I totally get it. But it's eight weeks. You pay it in two payments of $249. And if you have a friend that you want to bring into the program with you, you each save 50 bucks. So then it becomes $449. And this is something that it's like taking a certification course in how to have a better relationship with food, how to manage your life with food. Um, it's an investment. My other programs have been eight to 12 weeks. My other programs have been um, more intensive, more expensive. Um, this price is not going to happen again until the new year. So this is a great chance for you to spend the rest of the summer learning about yourself, learning about your relationship with food and actually getting your arms around it once and for all. We get to Labor Day and a lot of times I get new clients that say, oh, I gained so much weight over the summer. I'm so mad at myself. It was such a great opportunity to be active and have all of this activity, but I found that I also overate and I just didn't want to work on it. And then they get started in September when things quote unquote calm down, but things never calm down. Then kids are in school. Then there's new projects at work. Then it's like, oh, I got the holidays. I can't possibly do this during the holidays. But then we get to the holidays and go, I can't believe that I didn't lose weight this week, this year. I'm bigger than I was in my Christmas party clothes than I was last year. And then First of the year comes and I have more clients than I can take because it's, I'm finally going to get this handled. Guess what? It's now. Let's just do it now. Start now. Finish out this summer feeling confident and strong, having a plan, following a plan, and you can coast through the fall implementing, implementing, getting better and better at showing up for yourself. And you'll get to the holidays feeling good in your skin, wearing hopefully new clothes that fit you better and people saying, what did you do? you'll say, well, I did Kristen's summer session of the Second Story Mindset Training Program. So if you want information, please reach out to me. You can reach me, kristensmithonline.com. You can message me on Instagram, The Kristen Experience, or email me, kristen at kristensmithonline.com. But um, take a look online at all the things that I do. Um, there's lots of testimonials on my website as well. So, all right, that's the end of that commercial. Um, I would love to have you though. Starts on Wednesday, the 6th, but I'll be enrolling until the 11th. So I'd love to have you. Um, but even if you don't do that, I want you to consider what rule to write for your summer and then make it the law 
of your eating. Make one thing the law. If you can't show up for yourself for one rule, then, then what can you show up for yourself for? If you're married, do you cheat on your husband or wife? You're keeping that law. Um, like when you drive, do you drive on the right side of the road? When, you know, when someone gives you the wrong change at the grocery store, gives you $100 too much, do you just pocket it? You just have no integrity? No, absolutely not. You show up with integrity. You follow laws and rules all the time. Set a rule for yourself that matters to you and follow it just like you follow so many other rules in your life. You can do this. All right, that's all I have for you today. Have an amazing holiday week. Have an amazing week. And um, I'll be back with another bonus episode in a couple of days. Thanks so much for all of your support, all of your love going into this uh, show of mine. And uh, we'll be back soon. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. If you want to interact with me, go ahead and send me an email. Kristen at kristensmithonline.com. Follow me on Instagram, The Kristen Experience, and make sure you share this podcast with a friend. That's all I have for you today. Have an awesome week. We'll see you next time here on Destination Begin.